Pace Podcast. Weird. Well, that fizzy water you get in the can is good. Welcome, welcome. I love that stuff. You, I got, love you it. got me started on this Kroger. Kroger. I yelled that. Why yeah, I you did. You got me started on this Kroger um, <clears throat> Fizz and Company. It's this new, and we don't get. We're not. Spo- we're not sponsored by Kroger. We wouldn't wouldn't mind it. But heck, if we can't get Dairy Queen, we can't get Kroger. Yeah. So um, it's called Fizz and Co. Fizz and Company Seltzers. It's really just a fancier label on their already delicious flavored waters they have in a can. But it's a, it, they have different flavors. They have like this one is root beer flavor, which there's, is I, my I, personal there's favorite. There's Dr Pepper one, and there's it's just a, a slight cold. little hint. Yeah, and I add stevia to mine to give it sweet, and it tastes like a diet soda. Yeah, it's really, I don't add stevia to mine. It's because you're not as cool. Well, maybe, but I do enjoy the the flavor. It's really good, but you get them for like two two twelve packs. For five dollars, it's a bargain. It's what it is. And uh, but we're I, not sponsored by them, so I don't know why we're telling you about. I don't it. either. Hey, welcome to episode two hundred four of Weird. This is the podcast that brings you the best in also, weird news coverage uh, in Spanish, known as Weird uh, El Weirdo. El Weird El Weirdo. Yeah, and our listener uh, sometimes refers to themselves as. Weirdos. weirdos yeah weirdos which is fine we're coming up with some weirdo t-shirts we need to get a t-shirt that says weirdos what was we're going to be getting had? some of those away uh in our fabulous fall freebie contest coming up if just we get a, around just a few weeks yeah. well we've got the sweatshop set up downstairs yeah. we're going to start getting those yeah. old ladies sewing those shirts and and we may actually eventually have bobbleheads of of the two of us you, uh, 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 john you actually do plan on having bobbleheads <laughs> in your anyway, bobblehead uh, we don't want to put the cart before the horse craig so uh bobbleheads oh, oh, you, oh way, you were looking at my 3d print you were thinking i was going to 3d print some bobbleheads yeah anyway my name is aaron oh uh, my name is craig and we are weird we're the only podcast you need to listen to you don't need to go listen to the news don't listen no. to the news don't read the newspapers you know craig i haven't watched the news in like two years why would you You've got all the news I've right got here. all the news i need and it's the kind of news that doesn't usually put you in a bad mood exactly it's not the kind of news that scares you no it's not the kind of it's good news it's 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 it's, it's funny news that really happened and you're always glad it happened to somebody else well, even if it's even if it's a sad story it's good news because uh, it's entertaining yeah, so to speak. Right, and you know we start off the the top here with uh, uh we got we got a review here from uh, Deanna Coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Deanna Considine. I don't. I never could figure out if it's Considine. So I thought to me to be just coincidence would be easier. Quinkadink. What did she say? She said it's the funniest hour you will spend. Almost an hour. Yeah, the guys find and talk about the most random, crazy news items. A family friendly podcast with hilarious content. Thank you, Deanna. Your check is in the mail. That is very, very nice of you to say. You put the check in the mail? No, I did not. I thought you did. No. Oh, you great. She's going to... She's gonna uh, Send her one of those microphones. You got all those microphones around somewhere? No. Oh. She's going to take back her, her nice comment about us. She can't now. It's out there in the wild. Uh, we sent it out. You know what time it is? It's top story. Southwest Airline to allow miniature horses as service <laughs> animals in new policy. Wait a minute. We've got some airlines that are removing... They won't let a peacock on. No. Uh, Southwest is now saying they'll accept miniature horses. Where are they going to put this? I mean, what? granted, they are very know. small. I've seen one up close. They're very small. Well, you can't put them in your pocket. They also lift their tail and poop wherever they want. <laughs> you can't put them in the overhead compartment. No, they don't like that. And no. sadly, we found out that about the dog last <laughs> oh, year. Oh, don't. Don't bring that up. I'll it's cry. horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. Really? I can make you cry? <laughs> you almost, well, no. 
That's what you just said. <laughs> well, Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma. <laughs> Philadelphia, Atlanta, Atlanta, L.A. Come September 17th, people will be able to carry miniature horses on board Southwest flights as trained service animals, according to airline officials. you got to try Again, it. Again. I want you to try it, getting Craig. what you're asking for. They're, they are just going to keep this nonsense up until it's stupid. You know what? It may be miniature, but a horse is a horse. Of course. Of course. <laughs> A horse on an airplane, of course. Is a horse. It's a horse, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Officials announced the policy change via a statement on its website on Tuesday. It, you wonder if that statement came from a bar somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah well, this uh, horses sounds great. Put them on there. In the statement, officials named mini- miniature, miniature horses, along with dogs and cats, uh, and some of the most common service animals that will be accepted on board. Passengers, however, will need to be able to provide credible verbal assurance that the animal's tra- a trained service animal. So we can do say, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, clonky the horse, are you a, are you a service animal? He's going to like start like stomping his foot counting or something? Nay. Nay. <laughs> nay, nay. Shh, shh. His owner. So I ran across, I didn't run across, that sounded bad. I ran upon, no, that sounded, I was walking through the Walmart uh, Walmart shopping today. Yeah. I went into Walmart, went, okay. went down the aisles, and uh, there was a, a service dog taking a nap. He I'm was just sleeping. He, he was, he, she was looking at stuff on the shelf, and he was sitting there, I said, somebody's tired, but, you know, a, a reminder, a friendly reminder, and I knew this already. Don't go walking up to a service animal thinking you're okay just to reach down and pet no, the dog. No, you can't do that. The dog has to be told, hey, you're now in friendly mode. Friendly pet mode. <laughs> yes. So I waited a minute. You said, hey, can, I, 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 can said, I pet that service dog? Yeah. No, I, I, I walked up and just kind of showed interest in the dog. I said, well, somebody's tired. I was just friendly. She goes, yeah. She goes, okay, whatever your name is. I'm, she, I, you think she'd know the name of her dog. <laughs> and she said... You can you can you can be you can get him a pet. So the dog got up and I got pet. This real sweet dog. Did you shake its paw and say thank you for your service? <laughs> thank you so much. You're so brave. That's terrible. So um, well, let's let's. I want to. I want to. As a reminder, don't walk up. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm gonna give you a little life PSA. lesson here. A little yeah. PSA life lesson here. Don't walk up to somebody's cute animal that's got a, one of those little vests on and say. And at first, I had to look. I had to make sure it wasn't a Walmart vest he was wearing. <laughs> And then, cause you know, they let anybody work there. And then, um, yes. you know, they do, don't they? <laughs> you know, they do. I know it. I know it. And we got, a, work there. We got a listener that knows. Yeah. But anyway, um, so you don't walk up and just pet the dog. This is just a friendly uh-uh. reminder. No, you wait don't for do the, it. You wait for them. Because it can, it can confuse the dog. The dog. Okay. I want to know, Craig. Where well, did, he's right here. You want, what do you want to know about Where him? did miniature horses come from? Other miniature horses? We're the first. Who came up with the idea to say, I'm going to breed this horse to be small? And what were they thinking? Was it P.T. Barnum? Because he, I know he did a lot of weird stuff. Or did we have miniature horses? Dude, I don't know. The, the same people that come up with like. I weird, want the history. Weird, I think it's people that come up with weird fruit. Like the giant pumpkins at the state fair? I don't know. Just, you know, they just. I don't, suck, know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Can I finish the story? I'm sorry. I, I want to know where miniature horses came from. You know, if there was just a website, let me Google that for you. No, we ain't got time. Officials announced the policy change via statement on its web Tuesday. In the statement, they named, I've said all this before, but you probably forgot by now, miniature horses along with dogs and cats as some of the most common service animals. 
that will be accepted on board. Passengers, however, will need to provide credible verbal assurance that the animal is train a, a trained service animal. I went over that again because so they probably cre- no wait no credible Stop. verbal. So they're going to take their word for Dude, it. Dude, I repeated that because people <laughs> forgot already. I'm, gonna but get I'm just this saying, next- if that's all it takes to get a horse on an airplane, of course, of course. <laughs> In addition, the is company- that your service horse? Of course. <laughs> In addition, the company announced other changes, such as formally accepting psychiatric support animals. Great. Now we need animals that are on drugs. Man, what is this world? What is wrong with us? As trained service animals after accepting them informally as such in the past and will also limit each passenger to one emotional support animal. Passengers <laughs> with... could take a zoo. I, I can't take that peacock anymore. No. Uh, passengers with an emotional support animal will, according to the statement, still need to present a complete current letter from a medical doctor or licensed mental health professional on the day of departure see they're the problem <sighs> they're the problem these guys are letting this out in the world they're going oh sure well there's another airline um it wasn't southwest but they made some uh, uh some changes to their policy where they do not allow any of them and i had a guy i was talking to a guy this week who said he was actually on a flight with a uh, two two dogs, two uh, of these yeah. emotional support dogs, and they started barking at each other. It's like they one saw one, one saw, and he said it was like a, a madhouse the whole flight. Yeah, that's flight. stupid. People live just fine without emotional animals. Absolutely. What did we do before emotional animals? And here's the thing: that's a rare, that's I, a, per, a, per, a fairly new thing. I understand, like uh, elderly people having an animal or dog is good for them. Yeah. That's not imposing it on anybody. That's in their house. That you know, but to say that you need this animal, I need this capuchin monkey with me at all times because it makes me. No, that's Ethan. That's right. <laughs> that's my son. <laughs> and I need this monkey with me because it's. I mean, where does it stop? I need well, this. Exactly. Rattle, I need this rattlesnake with me yeah. because it comforts me. Yeah, I need you to. I need to bring this tank on with a shark in it because it's my emotional. It's support. my emotional shark. Shark. Yes. It's crazy. It's crazy. You it's know what will happen? A shark. If there was an airplane crash. Oh, Sharknado! Sharknado! Yeah, did you see doubt. the new Sharknado's coming? My son out. did. It's out. It's it out came, now. Yeah, it it's came got out. Some time travel in it or something. He James loves. I've got to go back movies. and watch them because I've only seen the first one or two. They get better. They they well, actually they get, get better. They got nowhere to go but up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig Aretha Franklin. R e s p e c t r r i p r i e c. Who spelled that wrong? R i p Aretha Franklin. R- oh, I see what you said. Somebody spelled it, though, wrong. They tried to quote it, and they came up with R-E-S-P-S-I-C-T. Eddie Murphy had that in a bit at one time. I heard she's one of these that didn't have a will. Really? She's worth $80 million and didn't have a will. she didn't have a will to live. I think she did. Because she passed. Well, no, she had a will to live. Her body said otherwise. Oh, okay. You're very insensitive. don't mean to be. I'm, uh, and I'm going to tell you right I now. I mean this with all due R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Next, next time you see her, yeah. a picture of her. Yeah. I don't want you looking at it for more Aretha than five seconds. No, more than five seconds. You remember the song, uh, Rappin', uh, it was uh, the Rappin' Duke, the guy that sounded like, uh, uh, Baha, But it, Aretha Franklin Sometimes was I song. think you're hallucinating. <laughs> the Rappin' Duke. Look it up. Go back and watch the clip from her from the Blues Brothers. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And I've actually never seen that movie. I've only seen what? clips of it. I know it's one I'm of the, it's, it's 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 one of those movies you would you would bet you would actually bet money that I've I seen. I can't believe you hadn't seen it. There, you'd be surprised. You've got to have a list of movies that people think you would have seen but you haven't seen yet. Star Trek's the only thing. No, I mean like movies that you could be kicked out of a group of friends. No, I don't. I've seen them all. Like I've never I've never sat through and I love uh, wasn't it Terry Gilliam's Brazil? I never sat through that. People were like, "What?" That's a weird movie. Uh, I, I did I'm, sit through that. Blues one. Brothers. I hadn't watched. I mean, I just. 
You know what? What? I just thought, and I'm sorry, this is not Friday's episode, but I thought of a movie I did watch. Well, you can review a movie. Just it, It's not a review. We're going to talk about Aretha in a second. Okay. I mean, no dis no dis R-E-S-P-E-C-T, <laughs> but I'll write that Brian I forgot I did watch a movie. I watched uh, Silverado from the 85. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, was a, it was a Western. Yeah. Strong on cast. Yeah. Stellar yeah. cast. Was that a miniseries? No, it was a movie. It was a movie. Kevin, uh, I'm thinking of Lonesome Dove. Huh? Lonesome Dove. No, it's Kevin. Yeah, it's true. Kevin Costner. Even Jeff Goldblum's in it. Oh, it's got to be good. Uh, I saw it. Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Um, and boatloads of other people I'm just blanking on right now. Uh, Brian, Brian Dittany what? Roseanne Arquette's in it. Brian <laughs> Dittany. <clears throat> yeah, I just didn't. I didn't. I, I like Roseanne Arquette. I like all the Arquettes. Even David. Um, so, strong on cast. No, mm-hmm. no denying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Glover's in it. Uh, I'm forgetting yeah. all the people that are in it, but there's a bunch of people in it. Um, Danny Glover. Was oh, a uh, uh, Kevin. Kevin Klein is great at it. Calvin Klein. Kevin Klein. Mr. Phoebe Cates. <laughs> so what I was gonna, so what I was gonna, so what I was going to say is g- great on the star power. Yeah. As a Western, as a story goes, yeah. honestly, honestly, yeah, wasn't that good? We want you to be honest. It wasn't that good. I'd give it. Maybe three gunslingers. I wouldn't give it much more than that. Uh, three out of five. Three out of five gunslingers. Yeah, Maybe good. two out of. No, actually, to be fair, two out of five. Hmm. It just wasn't the cast. It alone, wasn't. A, it the, wasn't McClintock, is what you're saying? Yeah, it wasn't. Um, you know, y- I mean, what? It wasn't Tombstone. Oh, which is kind of a benchmark. I'll have pepperoni and cheese, please. <laughs> <laughs> Not the pizza. Oh, <laughs> the movie. Oh, yes. Tombstone didn't do it for me. I didn't like it. I love that movie. See, I'm not a big westerns fan though. I didn't even like the uh, uh, westerns I, are great. I didn't even like it when uh, Marty went back to Westworld. <laughs> that I would pay. To, I would have paid to see. I'm hot on the mic today. Hey. I, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I would pay to see that. So anyway, movies that you'd be surprised that I never saw. Blues right. Brothers does fall into that. Back Absolutely. To, circling back around to Aretha you've Franklin. seen the jerk. Love the jerk. Okay. Uh, I'm sitting across from it now. <laughs> the. Um, <laughs> But Aretha Franklin in that that one scene, she's belting it out. It's uh, really yeah, good. it's but, a great movie. But uh, so anyway, there's they're an on arc- a mission from God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they? The, and they're the good old the scene where the car is falling forever. One of my favorite lines of the whole movie is, "We're the good old Blues Brothers boys band." Do you, do you remember the guy? Do we talk about these guys? Before? Do you remember the guys that used to walk through the mall down the street here? Down, and yeah, they, 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 dressed they, as dressed as a blue yeah. One of the guys wasn't right. Something, no. something was up with that guy. No. Not 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 in a dangerous weird way. Just he was. Yeah, I always got the blues when I saw those brothers. Um, but they walked around in complete character. Yeah, sunglasses, not talking, briefcase, not the talking, yeah. kind of nodding and mumbling to each other. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, so anyway, weird. back to Aretha Franklin. Okay, headline is argument about Aretha Franklin Le- leads, leads her to, get to shot. shooting. Now this actually took place before her death. Oddly enough. We're just a little, we're a couple weeks behind on some of our stories. This comes to us from Suffolk, Virginia. Officials in Virginia are investigating a shooting that reportedly stemmed from an argument involving two men and whether Halle Berry played Aretha Franklin in the movie, in a movie, according to WKTR. That's no reason to draw a gun. I would just go to Internet Movie Database. That's all you got to do. Officers responded to the shooting on... uh, in Suffolk, around 10.45 a.m. Thursday, a witness told WTKR that they overheard two people arguing about whether Haley Berry, ha- ha- Haley? Haley Berry played Aretha Franklin in a movie. 
Police said one of the men pulled out a gun and shot the other man at least once. And that's in quotes. Shot him at least once. Well, he just wanted to say, I know what happened. I think anything above one gun, you want to keep it down over there? You, again, with hitting. I'm going to delete it. I'm going to delete it. So. I don't know what you're talking about. The uh, anything over one gunshot, you don't really need to go on about it. No, shot him at least once. If, if they can see he was shot once, uh, the gunshot victim was taken to a local hospital where he is listed in serious condition. Uh, media reports from 2011 indicate Aretha Franklin said she wanted Halle Berry to play her in a yet to be filmed biopic. She wanted Sinbad to play, but he he couldn't. <laughs> he, he was too busy doing Sam too. <laughs> Earlier, what, what was the what was determined that video of him actually doing that character was from like an afternoon show or something? Did you ever see that video? Yeah, we had we covered it the here video, on the podcast. I know, we yeah. talked about how somebody found a clip from the movie clip, Kazam, but but it was actually it was a like an afternoon TV show thing or something. It wasn't really a full movie or yeah, something. I know what it was, but I've been sworn to secrecy by the Bob Kazam himself. Oh, I thought you were going to say by the uh, Illuminati. Actually, it was um, More it, like the Illuminati. <laughs> Okay, let me finish this. However, earlier this year, Franklin chose Jennifer Hudson for the role. So she changed her mind between 2011 and this year because Jennifer Hudson is now playing Aretha Franklin. What if she wanted, baby? Maybe she got it. <laughs> Are you done now? Yeah, I'm done. Man wades into Katmai Bear... Katmai? Katmai. Katmai Bear Feeding Zone takes a selfie... What? There's the, another one of these yep, idiots. Stupid people. Yep. Did you see the guy was with the uh, the elk or whatever? He got arrested. Did we talk about him on the show? This guy gets arrested too. Did we talk about that guy? I don't think so. Maybe we did. And he was Maybe. like out there like taunting one of these giant like elk or something. Yeah. Like, or I forgot what it was. It was he, a, he's not even a member of the lodge either. No. He wasn't even wearing the, didn't have the little hat <laughs> on or anything. <laughs> he didn't have, what is it called? The uh, what, fez? Fez, yeah. yeah the fez. <laughs> Um, three people are now facing criminal charges after they approached feeding uh, approached feeding brown uh, bears. So stupid at Alaska's Katmai uh, Katmai. We be. decided this a minute ago. Katmai Katmai National Park. Katmai maybe. We don't get out much here at the podcast. No, we don't. Uh, at the reserve. At the preserve. Uh, <laughs> man, this is hard to say. At the National Park and Preserve in the popular Brooks Falls viewing area, the Park Service said, one man was shown taking a selfie on the Brooks Falls live stream, which broadcast to a global audience throughout the summer. National Park Service spokeswoman Anela, uh, Anela Marie Ramos, Ramos? Ramos. Hey, Ramos said in an email, the situation is unprecedented for Brooks Falls during the summer area closure june 15th through august 15th around 6 50 p.m thursday two alaska residents and one tourist went into the closed area the national park service said in a statement the man used an emergency exit on a bare viewing platform to get down to the riverbank below according to uh, ramos 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 harold ramos i'm bothered by the way i'm saying her name ramos ramos oh i thought it was harold anyway i heard you i just chose not to listen multiple multiple bears were feeding on salmon at the time in doing so the group violated national park service wildlife viewing regulations putting themselves and wildlife at risk wrote mark sturm superintendent of the national park the rangers started getting reports from visitors and people watching the uh, bear cam they've got set up there. Oh, nice. Bear cam. Ramos uh, was not sure if the person in the video was Alaskan or a visitor. She didn't really care. They all taste like chicken. The <laughs> group was contacted by park rangers and charges are pending. Details on identities will be released when charges are finalized. 
Uh, in Katmai, it's prohibited to be within 50 y- uh, yards of a bear that is using a concentrated food source like the migrating salmon at Brooks Falls. August is usually when the bears move on to other streams as they follow the sockeye salmon run. You did that one year, didn't you? Wasn't it like a, K- yeah. a 5K? Yeah, the sockeye salmon run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the salmon run is still going strong. More than 60 million sockeyes returned to Bristol Bay this summer. It has been a phenomenal year for salmon and bear viewing, she wrote. Criminal charges. <laughs> it's a great year for viewing bear. Yes. I'm sorry. Criminal. I didn't, uh, mean, I didn't mean to throw you off. Uh, I just had nothing clever to say. I mean, you know, it's pretty normal at this point. <laughs> Criminal charges against the three were still being finalized. People need to recognize that these are wild brown bears. They are partiers. <laughs> they are crazy. These visitors are lucky that they escaped the situation without injury. The possible consequences for bears and themselves could have been disastrous, Sturm said very sternly in the statement. Wait, was it sternly? Because he, he, he writes some great movies. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't write the movies. He actually created the characters. Let's <clears throat> head down south, Craig. Headline is, now this, this is a most confusing story to me. Headline is, man shouldn't have gone to jail for getting a job at Michael's instead of Home Depot, the court rules. So, he so, got a job at Michael's instead of Home Depot. And went to jail And for went it. to jail, but the judge says, no, he should have never gone to jail for that. Exactly. So, that's not, I guess it's not confusing. This happened, this happened to my friend Alfred Scott. Oh, yeah. Alfred Scott was arrested for, the fir- for, for a first-time marijuana Wait a minute, this offense. is about my friend Alfred Scott? Yeah. <laughs> Alfred Scott was arrested for a first-time marijuana offense. Uh, last year, but he is willing to plead guilty and even lined up a full-time job at Home Depot to show he deserved mercy. So he's like, all right, Judge, I've cleaned up. I've got a job at Home Depot. Uh, can I please not go turn to Turn my life around. I've turned my life around. I no longer smoke the wacky I weed. I only sell it. Uh, the wacky tobacco. Yeah. Uh, but when that job fell through, he got a job at Michael's instead. Okay. So that's okay. I'd rather work at Michael's, I think. But Judge Russell Healy seemed to insist that the job needed to be at Home Depot. <laughs> You're working at Michael's? Well, that's not cleaning up your life. They've got fake plants I there. I bet this judge is the same guy that tells you your yard has to be green. Marijuana's a plant. They sell fake plants yeah, at Michael's. Right. <clears throat> Healy decide, uh, decided his mercy had been worn out for getting a job at the wrong store. Healy sent Scott to jail for 90 days. This is not the this is the judge overstepping. That's flipping ridiculous, man. The guy's turned his life around, lost his job, and went and got another one. What if he would have turned the beat around? <laughs> the decision was overturned. He loved listen. He loves <laughs> to hear percussion. Turn that beat around. Oh, that decision was overturned last Friday. How Good. Many, how many, like, in unison do you think listeners are going, what? None. None, because no, they know how stupid no, if, we if they are. listen to us, then they, they should know that everything's a reference. <laughs> The decision was overturned last Friday by an appellate court that said Healy failed to find Scott had willfully violated his probation. So he, his probation must have, this judge said, your part of your probation is you must go to work at Home Depot. It's ridiculous. What, does he want a discount? Scott, Scott's sentencing score was so low that state prison wasn't even a possibility. What, did he get a score for going to prison? I don't know. He must not be very good at they it. They got the guys the cards they hold up. His score was so, it was so Three low. judges on three the bench. There's the up. one French guy that gives him like a four. He got a one. <laughs> <laughs> but Judge Healy told him he would face 90 days in county jail for selling marijuana. When Scott said he had a job offer at Home Depot, Healy, 
Healy offered mercy, saying he'd let him out of jail on the condition that he gets a job, a full-time job, or show at least five applications per week until he gets a job. Yeah, showing effort. So what's the problem here? But a Department of Corrections probation officer said Home Depot rescinded the job offer. You know, it res- he was a recidivist. Yeah, rescinded. Repeat offender. Uh, rescinded the job offer. But that's likely. not as rescinded, though. The rescinded would be they removed the offer. Yeah, he, but he was rescinded. Don't confuse our listeners. Likely because of the conviction. So they said, oh, you've been convicted. I'm, I'm afraid we're not going to be able to hire you here. Go to Michael's. They hire, they'll hire anybody. You so, made that up. You don't know I did. That. You don't know I did. That. But Michael's does look like a pretty cool place. No, nah, I'd, I'd have a headache every day. For I think the, I'd rather work at Home Depot. I'm not Home Depot. I'd rather work at Hobby Lobby than Michael's because they have better art I, supplies. I just don't. The, the 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 fragrance in the air would give me a headache. The potpourri, yeah, all that stuff. The potpourri, the potpourri. Because I, when I was in art school, we went to Michael's or Hobby Lobby to buy our art supplies. This is a great story. Don't Hobby get, don't Lobby get had far superior art supplies. I just I just know you've got twelve more paragraphs. Oh, to I'm get sorry, through. my bad. Okay, Scott. So Scott got a full time job at Michael's and a part time. He went over and above he the Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Got a part time job at. But he McDonald's. was playing Call of Duty. In total, he was working sixty hours a week, but that wasn't good enough, Craig, for Judge Healy. No one good enough for him. Healy, the chief felony judge at Duval. Well, he's a fe- chief felony judge at Nassau and Clay Counties. Sent Scott to jail for ninety days. We've already discussed that. Chief Judge Mark Mahan. Good grief. Said that, said that because of the case was sent back for resentencing that Healy couldn't comment on it, comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> the resentencing has not been set on the docket. And I love that word docket. Yeah. It's yeah. a fun word to say. Anyway. Say it again. Docket. Say it again. Docket. Okay, that's enough. Docket to me. Stop. <laughs> At the hearing, Healy said he uh, shouldn't have offered any lenience with, to begin with. That will teach me a lesson. So the judge is saying I was wrong and even offering leniency just because of the... Yeah. Okay, so that's the. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap that story up without the, the last sen- uh, paragraph because it's making me uh, sleepy. You're making me sleepy. Just Whatever going on over Whatever. there. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Next story. Yeah. Ryanair flight kicks off disruptive passenger dressed as Tinkerbell. <laughs> yes, and it was a large, rotund when man. They, when they kicked her, or it him, was a him. When yes. they kicked off, when they kicked Tinkerbell off, they knew that the person couldn't really fly. No, he did. He flew right alongside the plane. He's <laughs> like, see? A disruptive man dressed up as Peter Pan's fairy sidekick, Tinkerbell, was escorted off of a Ryanair flight Friday morning. The man dressed as Tinkerbell boarded the Poland-bound flight to, I'm sorry, at London's Stansted. You know, this is as we go on, this gets harder, doesn't it? <laughs> This is going to get more entertaining. Or, or the, the man dressed as Tinkerbell boarded the Poland-bound flight at London's Stansted Airport with a friend dressed as Bob the Builder. <laughs> oh, I wish I had seen a Can't picture of this. this stuff up. I saw a picture of Tinkerbell, but not Bob the Builder. Once the men were on the plane, Ryanair says they became unruly and disruptive, a spokesperson told Fox News. Tinkerbell kept breaking stuff, and Bob the Builder, yeah. they, he said, can you fix it? Tinkerbell was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it, Felix. He said, yes, I can. Essex police were called to the scene. An armed officer led the man dressed as Tinkerbell off the plane. One of the officers adjusted the man's wings while leading him off the plane. (laughs) Thanks for adding that. A Ryanair spokesperson told Fox News that two passengers were removed, though police did not confirm if the man dressed as Bob the Builder was taken off the flight. Uh, Police removed and detained two passengers ahead of this flight from London Stansted to Krakow, who were disruptive. who were disrupt, disruptive. Police told BBC the two men were cooperative while being escorted off the plane. The flight left 
After a short delay, and the two passengers who were removed were able to book later flights the same day. Well, what's this the is exactly <laughs> what, why we're calling for significant changes to prohibit the sale of alcohol at airports, such as a two-drink limit per passenger and no alcoholic sales before 10 a.m., a Ryanair spokesperson said. It's incumbent on the airports to introduce these preventative measures to curb excessive drinking and the problems it creates, rather than allowing passengers to drink to excess before their flights. You know, I've never really understood why they serve alcohol on planes. I, I get it back in the day, back in the 70s. When they were smoking, too. We were everything. smoking, and, and, and alcohol was such a part of so-called adult life. Why do they continue to serve alcohol on planes today? Because I mean, it's changed. Luckily, and I, I think I it's a good I'm, thing I'm sure probably changed. the size of those little bottles, I'm sure, in some cases, maybe it calms nerves. You think? You think maybe I, that's it? I, I, I say a lot of crap. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but but it would seem to me that if you were nervous, one of those little bottles might calm you down, you know? Okay. Uh, I don't know. T- kids don't take that to the bank. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I, I don't I'm, I'm grasping. Extra- it's, it seems to me that it, it's just going to cause problems. I'm grasping at, at straws here. I don't know. Yeah. Well, not straw. No, no, California, don't look at me. I, I'm not grasping. <laughs> paper, they got paper straws I'm now. Not, I'm not grasping at any straws. Every time, every time <laughs> I go through the Kroger aisles, I see a bag of plastic straws. I feel like a criminal. Like I feel like I need no, to get I feel out like bomb. Bomb, quick. No, Storm but, up. But, but now I feel like I need, I need to run away. I don't care if they're made of plastic or paper as long as the paper ones work. I like the plastic ones because they last all day. The paper are eventually going to fall apart. And sometimes I reuse a straw. You I don't seem, mind telling you. You seem pretty confident in that statement. You know, we use we're a big straw family. I use straws and, and Lord I even I even put a straw in my travel mug to drink my coffee. I use those big Pixie Six straws. Those big those <laughs> giant, like four feet tall straws. Yeah, it's because you're freakishly tall yeah <clears throat> you think you can get through the story okay this next headline is one of those it's like uh this time you've gone too far going to alabama going to alabama going to alabama <laughs> yeah i'm gonna cut that out that's gonna be our <laughs> that's gonna be our alabama theme song right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you've got a soundboard button headline is alabama man guilty of shooting his son in a fight over really good chicken how you like that? I mean, I've had good chicken. Not enough to shoot my son. No, I got no, a, I got a lot of other all. reasons to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this pair became embroiled in a heated argument. Embroiled? Embroiled? Oh, it, was, oh, it must have been broiled chicken. It was like broiled chicken. Yeah, the pair became embroiled in a heated argument as the family watched a football game on TV, and the father is now set to be jailed for watching a football game on TV. <laughs> An Alabama man could face going Alabama, going Alabama, going Alabama. Yeah. An Alabama man could face two decades in jail for shooting his son during a row over chicken wings. Chicken wings. John Louis Carver, or Louis Carver, has been convicted of first-degree domestic violence by a jury at Dallas County Court two years after he attacked his son as the family watched a football game on TV at their home in Selma, Alabama. The pair had become embroiled in an argument over the food, and Caver's wife failed in her bid to separate them. Caver, age 77. Old enough, no better. And he'll, he'll never leave jail. 20 Sh- years for him as a life sentence. Shot his son in the chest? Ended up shooting his son in the chest. Speaking after the guilty That's verdict. That's not a good place to shoot somebody. No. Where? What is? I'd take a l- arm or something over <laughs> the chest. A foot shot, maybe. Speaking after the guilty verdict on Tuesday, District Attorney Michael Jackson. Oh, wow. So told, that's where he's been. Told AL.com 
this must have been some really good chicken. So Caver's going to be sentenced on November uh, 19th and could be jailed for it, up to it, 20 it years. It doesn't say what the argument was over. It just said they were embroiled in a argument over the food. Yeah, the chicken wings. It does say that. But it doesn't say what was the argument. I'm of- guessing his son ate more than his fair share, maybe. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> he said an old man Carver took to shooting. Will you? What? Is this what you're looking for? Yeah, that. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. And tonight's Top 10 comes to us, as always, from the top10s.com. The worst place to find <laughs> Top 10s. Guaranteed. We always have good ones, don't we? Top t- No, some of them are lousy. This is a good one. Top 10 most surefire ways of knowing that you are a pretentious hipster. That's you, Craig. You hipster. Look, I would talk to you about it, but you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Number 10. You constantly... Who has not wanted to punch a hipster? Just tell me. <laughs> I don't know anybody who hadn't wanted to punch a hipster. Who among us has not thought about punching a hipster? <laughs> Number 10. You, you, con- you photoshopped me as a hipster once. That's true. Oh, yeah, in your, in your onesie. <laughs> I've got that somewhere on my phone still. Well, get rid of it, would you? Uh, you constantly argue with yourself about which Radiohead album is your favorite, prefer- uh, preferably between The Benz and OK Computer. Number- I only know one Radiohead song. You know, I, I don't mind radio. I actually kind of like their sound. Anyway, the sound of the radio? Number nine of the top ten most surefire ways of knowing that you are a pretentious hipster. You unironically. Uneronically. <laughs> Unironically? You, 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 <laughs> you unicycle. You, you unironically. You unironically believe that Stanley Kubrick and Stephen King actually live up to the amount of hype that they've respectively gotten as filmmaker and book writer. Hmm. No, st- uh, no I, that does not make you a hipster because I believe every bit of hype about Stanley Cooper, especially that movie he did of Walking on the Moon. And Stephen King, in his day, was a fantastic writer. Still I, is really good. I don't. I think he is, too. I don't know what number eight even means. I know the show. Top ten most surefire ways of knowing you're a pretentious hipster. You know for a fact, number eight, you know for a fact, in quotes, <laughs> that Rocco's Modern Life is the single greatest 1990s Nickelodeon cartoon of all time. I don't even know what show that is. I know the show very well, so, you know, but I don't understand what that means. I, I would not attach that to hipsterisms. You know, my kids, we were watching Nickelodeon in the 90s. Yeah, it was, little, it was a little dog type character. A little dog. Well, he, had, he had like a cow that. friend, I think. I remember Courage. He talked with an Australian accent. I remember Courage, the cowardly dog, but I think that was Cartoon Network. Yeah, that was more of an adult thing, wasn't it? That was a great show. Sarah loved it. James did too. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. We didn't ask. Number seven. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? <laughs> I'm going to play out on my clip. Number seven, you review movies and TV shows in the almost exact style of Ralph the Movie Maker. What's that? I don't know. I don't know who that we is. We are so old. <laughs> Speak for yourself, but I don't know who Ralph the Movie Maker Number is. Number six, you are an indie developer, most especially of video games. Yeah, that's not me. I'm an indie producer. I, you know, I could have come up with 10 things that make you a hipster more, much more accurate than this list. Uh, number five of the top 10 most surefire ways of knowing that you are a pretentious hipster. You are a popular artist slash creator, especially a British music one who claims to be outside of the mainstream, but actually aren't. <laughs> <laughs> number four, you constantly bash things for being overrated. Like this list. Number three. You take <laughs> like this list is overrated. Yes, you take coffee and laptops with you almost everywhere you go, and dress in elaborately pompous and flamboyant yes. fashion styles. Yes, number okay. three is the first one. That's on the a list. good one. Yeah, 
Number two of the top 10 most surefire ways of knowing you're a pretentious hipster. You base your review scores for media largely off of how much of a quote unquote beautifully sophisticated and wondrous work of art the thing you're talking about is rather than its actual entertainment value. You know, I think that's an exact quality. quote of what I said about Black Klansman, isn't it? Didn't I call it a? I, I think uh, you said that exact a, same a thing. A beautifully sophisticated and wondrous, wondrous work, work of, of art. art. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The number one, uh, top ten most surefire ways of knowing that you are a pretentious <laughs> hipster. You often find yourself giving hilariously long-winded purple prose speeches to your friends about why you are smarter than the general public for personally liking one thing more than another, often vaguely related thing. <laughs> like, what a long like, like, like the number one thing on this list. <laughs> yeah. Good night. No, really good night. I'm going to bed. Yeah, this is really bad. Yeah. I, I don't, now you got me thinking about hipsters, and that makes me want to just punch a kitten in the face. Don't do that. That's very unhipster-like. Don't they cuddle kittens? You're a cuddle kitten. Are there hipsters? Are there still hipsters? Is it not? Yeah. Is the fad not died away? No. Hey, thank you for listening to 204. I've literally just run out of things to say at this point. <laughs> We're both exhausted. <laughs> All right, well. Anywho, I guess uh, that's it. We'll see you on episode 204. Something. Hey, it's a short episode this week, Greg. What, is it? Yeah, 36 minutes. And then you're going to have to cut out all the little pops and stuff in there. And it's going to be 20 minutes when you're done. No, that won't shorten the episode. That's just one track. You know, we have to throw you a short episode now and then because if we don't, you'll expect, you know, every single time to be an hour and a half. We don't want to spoil you. We don't want to spoil you. All right, we're gone.